Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Empower You Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Abney, just here to shine a little bit more light on living life a little bit more consciously every single day. And how I do that is I talk to amazing people all over the world about what they're up to, what insights they're having, and what actions, and what are they putting into the world. And today, I'm really excited to introduce my guest, Lucy Bird Hope from Raleigh, North Carolina. And she just wrote a book. Like, how old are you that you're writing a book? Like, I love this, <laughs> right? Like, how old are you that you're doing this? This is incredible. I appreciate you having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am 36. You're 36? So, yes, this is my first book. It just came out, and I'm excited to spread the message. Well, I love it, too. We were talking a little bit before we started recording today, and we found out we were both Reiki masters and into energy and helping folks out and but you have a very specific take on it which i literally you know i told you i was like even though i know all of how this works when i get involved in a project or life just sort of happens mm-hmm. it's it's uh you have to be ever present to stay still during whatever is going on in our own personal worlds and in our collective world that is all happening simultaneously so I love your energy and you don't even look 36. You look a lot lot younger than that, but it's all perception. And I'm just so happy you're here and your energy's here. So share with me like how this idea or a little bit about your story and how this led to you writing this book. You know, like I love this. I love uh, how all of this is starting to unfold and I can't wait to hear your story. So you have the floor. Thank you. So, yes, my book is Daily Alignment, and its evolution was actually really organic in my life. I went through an an intense pain, painful period, traumatic period of my life about four years ago. And what it led me to do basically was just feel awful. I would wake up every morning feeling awful. And then throughout the day, whether it's from a friend or a therapist or a book I was reading, I would learn these ways or tips or techniques to feel better. And then the next morning, I'd wake up feeling awful again. So I tried to circumvent this, and I started writing the things I learned down on a piece of paper. I placed it right beside my bed, and the moment my eyes fluttered open, I grabbed that paper and replaced any of my automatic spiraling negative thoughts with these things that I had learned that helped me. Eventually, it became pages on pages, and I self-bound it into a book for myself. And some of my friends and family noticed I was doing a bit better mentally and emotionally, and they asked what the catalyst was, and I told them I had written this book to myself, and they suggested I publish it. And... Here we are. <laughs> oh my God. I have such chills. Uh, like I am a huge, uh, I, I don't know where the hell it comes from, but I am obsessed with like books that were written like 130 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. at the turn of the, th- the last century about what you're talking about. And when you were saying this, I literally remember one of those passages that this, that one of the, I don't know what the specific ones, but it was like so present when you were talking about keeping a journal next to your bed about remembering what you had learned about life so that it was like you would not wake up in nothingness you would wake up in oh here i am and let's keep and you just said it and like so 
yay for this working, right? <laughs> so obviously it did. So tell me how how this this was this the start of this ride for you, or was it? What did you have other? Like, I want to know what your aha was. I know it wasn't you were just in life and then this happened. What led up to this? Yeah. You have some sort of energy background. Totally. Well, I have always been interested in the mind. I majored in psychology at University of Texas. So I was really interested in that mind-body connection and how powerful the mind is. Really, it's the lens through which we see the world. The world we experience is honestly the world that we perceive. We are all just kind of living in our own worlds. And so much of that world is based off of our thoughts and our mind. So I love the idea of harnessing the power of our mind and then Mm -hmm. why we do the things we do. That's a lot about psychology, too. What? Why are we doing this? So Mm -hmm. I'd always been interested and had that background. And then over the past couple of years with pain as the motivation, I had sought more and more alternative ways of healing myself, of feeling better. Just new avenues opened up for me because I was forced through the pain to, to turn in a different direction. And I'm so thankful for that now. To see that my pain had purpose is a big part of my journey as well. It makes it not so scary when it comes into my experience now because I think, oh, how will I grow with this? How will I evolve with this? What will I learn from this? Instead of just hiding my hand, my hand in my head, my head in my hand (laughs) and just wanting to shut out the world. Now I embrace those feelings and I try to feel them and then move with them. Yeah. So it's like you're preaching to the choir, but like, <laughs> but the thing is like what I'm, what I'm hearing when you're talking is a, I just want to acknowledge that you did not, you're not going into your story about what happened. That's true. That's it's true. just like, yeah, it, it caused some pain. Okay. Fair. And that pain is like the thing that's in our <laughs> life. It doesn't matter how that thing happened. I don't care how traumatic right. it is. If you want to shift out of it, you have to like put it in a bag somewhere for a minute and just realize what is it showing you right now? Like whatever it was that happened to you, whatever happened to me, it all happened in one place called the past. And it's not yeah. happening now unless we bring our crap into it. So like you're, that's one of the first steps is to like, take the sting out of that and get to what is this trying to show me? How is this trying to evolve me? Because you're right, it is exactly happened. Because if it didn't happen exactly the way it did, you wouldn't have had what you had to give this gift of your book to the world, right? Like, were you aware of this when this was happening? Or do you have an awareness of the perfection of all of it? Mm -hmm. Kind of. I mean, I just knew that what I was doing wasn't working. And so logically, I realized I should do something else, right? And I won't say that I immediately came to that conclusion or anything. I definitely sat there knocking on that door of what wasn't working for way longer than I needed to. But I learned a cool concept called the pivot and blend, which is essentially when there's something in our experience that we don't like, taking a breath, turning in any other direction, recomposing yourself and reintegrating going in that new direction, opening yourself up to all the other possibilities that there are other than the one that isn't working for you. And so I like to see that as this kind of dance of life that I'm constantly pivoting and blending and then pivoting and blending again. And it makes it more of a turning dance instead of 
constantly feeling like doors are being closed or something. I mean, it's the, the adage that's been said before that when a door closes, a window opens, but you have to be willing to look at the window. <laughs> you have to have the awareness that there's a window there. Right. Like, but you're, you're, you're literally, this is genius what you're doing. Like you're not feeding your story. Right. You are, you are beating the possibility of what your story is turning into. Ooh, I like how you phrased that. Yeah. That I mean, is like, that is so powerful. Now you realize that 98% of the population does not know this or how to do what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? Like what's your experience with how you interact with other people that are not like where you're at or what, what are you attracting into your world right now with where you're vibrating, you know, cause this is a, this is a frequency that you, that you obviously are starting to hold or holding. And obviously if you had the focus to write a book that that's, mm, that's a good sign. <laughs> um, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cause so I understand what that's like to be in the world and not have people understand that you're completely aware that they're, that of the, the, you know, the illogical thinking, I'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? Like, you could just, it's like the unawareness. It's people just parroting what they thought they made up or what they, it's all from the past, not from the past. Right, right. Well, awareness is everything. And when we're not, what I found when I'm not aware, I'm just looping the energetic patterns from my past into my future. So one thing I like to play with is a concept that I call setting your future in motion, which is to shift your future. Like if you want things better in the future, shift your now, which releases your past. So anytime you are having a thought, you can have it be a, a thought or a word or a movement or anything that's what you want to align with going forward. Say you want a calmer mind in the future. So take some moments, some breaths, the meditation, do what you can to calm your mind now and you set it to be calmer in the future. If you want more of a connection with your higher power or spiritual concept, start connecting to them now and then over time that's already on your path as you walk it. So all you really have to do is keep moving forward when you're putting these things in your now, they're in your future. So often we think, like even if it's being healthier, like with maybe eating more nourishing foods, we think, oh, I don't want to deal with that now. I'll deal with that later. We'll just take a baby step to work on it now, and then it's already in your momentum. It's on your path, and all you do is keep walking, and that momentum can build, and that future can be the one that you want for you. Because your past is always flowing out of your experience naturally, but if you're continuing through your words to always talk about what's happened instead of what's happening now or with your mental emotional cycles if you're always reliving the past then it just you're carrying it it's like holding it and carrying it with you when it really just wants to flow behind you but obviously i mean that that can be hard i totally get it i've been there carrying my past with me it can feel very natural so what I try to do is just, I even have like little games I'll play to, to shift out of the past, right? So I'll wake up saying, okay, what can I do differently today to switch up my mental emotional energies? I will brush my teeth in the opposite direction. I will sleep with my head at the end of the bed and my feet at the head of the bed. 
I'll use a fork where I would have used a spoon or walk my dogs around the block backwards. It's like this little fun game of anything you can do to shift up your automatic mental emotional patterns that are frequently just bringing and carrying your past with you can really allow it to just flow as it naturally wants to behind you. That one's just kind of a fun random game, but anything that you can do, whether it's feeling into new emotions, doing new activities, engaging in anything new and fresh allows the old that no longer serves you to just fall away and break apart and not be a part of your experience anymore. How did, how did you get that? <laughs> well, like that's and what you're saying is, is 100% on point again, but like how the hell did you come up with that? Like, was that like, what triggered that awareness that that became so that you could just pop that out like that? Cause that's, you know, that's, you're speaking the t truth of like how we shift. I appreciate and, that. And one of the most, you're, you're activating one of the most fundamental principles in the universe called disruption. <laughs> Ooh, I hadn't heard it phrased like that, but yes, it is. It is disruption. That's how you transform everything, but you have, and I'm going to ask you this question on the back and just be thinking like. Once you disrupt, you have to establish a new habit. Yes. Like, do you, like, where, what's your take on that? Like, how, how do you, I'm, by the way, where do you get the book at? Yes. Like okay. on Amazon or like, what? yes, you can get it on Amazon. It's called Daily Alignment by Lucy Birdhope. And you can I'm also totally get getting it this. on my yeah. website, which is just lucybirdhope.com. Um, you can get it there as well, but are you yeah. Lucy with the Y or Lucy? Oh yeah. Lucy with the Bird Y. With the y. Yes. And Lucy with the Y. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it, and I love that you talked about you disrupt and then you rebuild with new habits. That's really what daily alignment is all about. It is a series of 85 habits. Really. Everything is about one page long. It's just the bullet points of each of these concepts. So it's like really easy to digest, like they're a, a, a concept per page and just the meat of it. Because as I mentioned, I wrote it to myself and when I was in a time of struggle, I couldn't focus enough to digest a traditional narrative or a whole book. I needed just the nitty gritty right there when I needed it. I wanted that relief fast and I needed it to be easily accessible. So it's essentially a book of new habits to build for yourself. Mind habits, um, body habits, life skills, self-care skills, and little little activities as well that are kind of hacks to do in times of crises. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's genius. I'm actually moved by your who you are. Like, seriously. Oh, like That means like, so much. Wow. Well, imagine our world. Like, there's more of you out there. Like, like you know... I'm so ready for our paradigm to shift, like mm. really that we all start to experience. And I know a lot of people are going to wake up and they're going to be like, not realize that anything actually happened. And that's just going to be the way it is. I know that that's going to happen. Um, but it's just really moving for somebody that's been in this game for a minute, you know, like, uh, I having that feedback mechanism and surrounding yourself with other folks that are on that same wavelength is so powerful. It's one of, you know, one of the reasons that I do what I do, because even though I'm in the middle of, you know, I want to live my life from my gift too. And, but I've never allowed myself, you know, I'm like 57 
you know, because I grew up in a different space where my limiting beliefs back there is like, no, you can't do that. Like, you know, off with your head. That's kind of that thing. And like, you seem to not have that, <laughs> which is extraordinary. <laughs> but have you ever experienced that? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, because I... There's, there's always positive and, and negative in the world. I mean, we, th it takes both to make the battery work. It really, really does. But if you're not aware of that, you could get sucked. You're just like, you're not, un you're unmoored or people are unmoored. So they have no connection to their, the part of ourselves that does understand without any training, how everything works when right. you settle into it. Like, and that's when your knowing started coming, right? And these little ideas started popping in your head. Exactly. You know, exactly. At your higher self. At exactly. your higher self. And you've got many more books coming from, right? You Have they still been, do you have guides? Oh, yes. Okay, so I do too. <laughs> How many are you aware of? So I like to connect with, I mean, I can, if, if you want to, if you're Let's here, get, <laughs> so I, I connect to them constantly, all day, every day. I called <sighs> them all in right before we met. I work with, um, Buddha and Ganesh and Jesus and Mother Mary and Ishelle, who's a medicine woman, and Ra, who's the sun god, and Illumin beings. So they are on one of the highest heavens. That's a Reiki concept. Uh, brothers and sisters of the light, ascended masters. <laughs> I call in my dog who's transitioned, Riley, and my grandmother, the first Lucy Bird. And yeah, I have a pretty good team. I call in fairies and I call in angels. And so that's kind of my crew. And they're really my best friends, honestly. <laughs> can you can you connect with them now? Yeah. See I mean, who wants to come forward? Like, seriously, like, I am here for it. I think there's just something that's supposed to come through today that's not like a disruption. There's something that's coming through today that's that's a different type. Like, it's a disruption. Like I love what, that. what, I love what that. is the thing that you're let go? Like, I feel you, there's something there. I love that. I feel like my inner being is the one that I have the most. You mentioned kind of your higher self. I've heard it called inner being. It's Abraham Hicks concept. who's an amazing mm -hmm. spiritual teacher. So I know I, well. yes, yes. I love, love that concept. And I feel like my inner being, um, that's what I, I asked to do before anytime I do anything, inner being, please think for me, please feel for me, please speak for me, please do for me, please be me. May I be my an embodiment of my highest self. And I feel like through that, that really being our highest selves, living that way, living that experience is what can spread that message to others because we learn through experience. We don't really learn as much through someone just telling you, you should do this, right? We have to learn it for ourselves. But being that essentially that that example is really what allows people to connect the most. In energetic terms, it's really being a certain vibrational frequency that others can join you at and meet you at. And when you're channeling your inner being, you are vibrating at a really high frequency and other people can come meet you on that high frequency and then they can experience more well-being and more healing and insights can come to them. And so it's just all about being on those high frequencies together.
Okay, I'm getting a question from my guides to ask you for your guides. Are you ready? Ready. What are the top three things we need to do every day to keep leveling up? I love it. To keep in the flow, to keep in uh, on that you know, the opposite of that's like being in fear and chaos and all that. So what is the thing, three things that we can do easily every single day that keeps us on our, knowing that we're on our path? Because when you know it, it doesn't matter what's happening now. It, it provides that space of like, what are those things that gives us that? And then we can align with each other. Yes. Yes. Okay. One is going to be a really grounded human concept. Um, so it is tapping into your parasympathetic nervous system. This is when you have that feeling of rest, that feeling of relief. That is when your parasympathetic nervous system is active. And the opposite that of that is being in fight or flight. That's when you are operating from your primitive survival-based brain and you are not channeling your higher self at all. Okay. So a couple really easy ways to tap into your parasympathetic nervous system are to check in with your senses. This is a somatic exercise. So sim simply labeling the things that you can hear in your environment that you can see, that you can smell, that you can taste, and that you can touch, automatically removes your brain's attention from your thoughts and puts it in your body, which gets you in the present moment, which is where awareness happens. And from awareness comes growth. I mean, everything. awareness is the core of everything. everything. So my, my favorite one to tap into, and I do this the moment I wake up now, is I just label everything in my environment that I can hear. Listening is actually our fastest sense. Evolutionarily, that helped our ancestors be readily alerted of approaching danger. And the way we can hack into that now is to know this is our fastest sense. This is the one that we connect to the quickest. If you want to get out of your thoughts and into your body, into the present moment, where awareness is, just label everything that you can hear. And it's just a really easy exercise to, to create that grounding. Um, another good one is breathing. We've all heard to breathe, of course, but the concept I like to call is um, intentional breathing. So breathing is what, deep breathing is what taps you really into that parasympathetic nervous system. And my favorite one is box breathing. So that's breathing in for a count of four, holding for a count of four, breathing out for a count of four, holding for a count of four. It's actually been shown to neutralize your electromagnetic field. Very fascinating stuff. So those are two, two really easy ones. You just, for me, I wake up, I label what I can hear. I do three rounds of box breathing. And then I get into another concept. This is going to be the second, essentially, of you ask for three. So the first two, I'm going to call parasympathetic nervous system. The second one is an, a more overarching concept called labeling positive aspects. So it's a little bit similar to gratitude, but it's different in that you are not pulling things from your experience that you're grateful for overarchingly. You are just labeling whatever is in your line of sight, whatever is in your environment that you find positive. 
So, for example, when you wake up, that could be the soft pillow under your head. That could be the light streaming in from the window. That could be birds chirping. That could be your dogs in your room. As you go throughout your day, this can be something like seeing a pleasant piece of furniture in a room. Um, the air being a nice temperature. If you're having a conversation with someone, maybe, I mean, your shirt would be a positive aspect that I would consider in my environment. Even the color of the, um, the blue behind your head. So just when you start labeling positive aspects, it builds that momentum and you're attracting more overarching positive aspects in your life. Also, when you're doing this, positive positive aspects, this is an Abraham Hicks concept. And so Abraham talks about that the best way to allow your cells and your body to just communicate as they are always doing at all times, they're really very intelligent. And the best way to give them that unhindered environment of cellular communication is to focus on positive aspects. And scientifically, this has been shown in that Working with gratitude releases dopamine, serotonin, increases oxytocin, which helps form bonds with others and lowers stress. It lowers cortisol. I mean, whether it's from a spiritual or a scientific standpoint, connecting with gratitude, the easiest way I find being labeling positive aspects in my environment is really beneficial to your body, your mind, and your spirit. So you do this mentally labeling or do you physically label? Like how, what, let's get granular so people really are clear. Yeah. Is it, is it mental labeling? Yes. Yes. I mean, if you are called to write these things down and journal, go for it. But if for, for me, I just label, it works for me to just label them mentally, but it's really whatever resonates with you the most. But yeah, or me, you can like, just put it into your, like, speak it into your yeah, phone. Like totally. that. So you have a little record of it in case you forget during the day. Totally. Totally. But so you're going around the room or you, you know, you have your coffee, like, so I'm really grateful for French press coffee. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Like, and yes. like my AG one and then my healthy body. And yes. that I'm going to have breakfast in a couple of hours and I get to go on a walk and like, okay, I totally, so, so you're doing and, this. and I will find point just in case it helps people. I love everything you said. I, they, they were a little bit more gratitude, which I totally get. We're used to talking about. So let me explain the difference a little bit. So gratitude, yeah. like you mentioned, like, like having a healthy body or something like that. Sometimes that can be triggering because when you think of an overarching concept like that, you might get in your head with like, oh, I have a healthy body. Wait, but I don't like this about it. And oh, I haven't been feeling so good here about it. Gratitude sometimes leaves room for that negative negativity and resistance to still creep in. So labeling. I, I totally get what you're talking about. Like, yes, yeah, because okay, I got a tooth thing going on and it's like, oh, wait, everything's crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, I totally get what you're talking about. Yes. So, Guide me through here. Guide me through here. So posit labeling positive aspects is just going to be as an observer, as a witness, neutrally, just looking at what is around you and literally labeling, labeling what is positive. Like, so I'm looking around. I see a plant. That is positive. I would consider that a positive thing in my environment. I see crystals. I view them as positive. I see this right. book in front of me. That is okay. positive. I see the granite on my countertop. I like that. It's positive. 
I see this, um, I see my dog on the floor. That's positive. I see the, I like these light fixtures in my room. That's positive. It, my AC is at an awesome temperature. That's positive. The seat okay, totally get it. on is comfortable. I totally get it. That is right? a completely different thing. Right? It's different. So It's easier. And you're not, at that moment, noticing anything that's not positive. You're only on the positive, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, like, when you were doing that, I was like, you know, I'm, like, so adamant about clutter. I can't, I can't tolerate any kind of clutter around me anymore. Yeah. It's like, I, hear you. I worry sometimes if I've got a disorder or something because it's so bad. But, like, I know it's frequency because frequency does not allow. Exactly. Because every, everything has a match. Yeah. 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 So, if, we're, if you want to be clear inside, it's got to be clear outside, too. Yep. So, like, that would want me to turn anything that's not that it, I, I would now naturally want to, to turn more things positive. I could see the thing and just go, oh yeah, I want the positive aspect of that. So that would be filing trash, whatever that is. Right. And like, then that's that, then that's that thing. Exactly. Positive, right. Exactly. Okay. So you're using the momentum by what you're creating. I just want to put that in. Like we can use the momentum what we're creating to create more positive things, even if we happen to notice the thing that's not on our list that morning. Totally. It could be in a couple of days. Totally, totally. And okay. also, if you want to, and so you're sitting there, you're labeling the positive aspects, even without any concept of changing anything, that momentum, that shift in energy, we live in an attraction-based universe. So through law of attraction, just by you labeling positive aspects, you will start receiving from the universe more things that you find to be positive. So yeah. you don't even necessarily have to carve out. You can. I love that. But you don't even have to carve out more positive things. By definition, because of law of attraction, the more you engage with positive aspects, the more positive things are brought to you by the universe. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And I know Abraham talks about this. I've been, I've been, I've been with them since they were cassette tapes. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but like, but I'm telling you that they do not. I've never heard Abraham talk that with that level of specificity. You know, and that is like what that's where we're going. We got to get granular because yeah. that, like, somebody is going to hear that, like me. That that just made a difference in my life. I, I teach this on a <laughs> So it's like, we all have gifts to share with each other. Mm. Like it's so, you're like, this is why I do what, this is why I do this. So three, three, what's the third one? Okay. Number okay. three. So Land the plane. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So this is the concept of living each day for just that day only. So maybe you've heard of the concept of like one day at a time. It's a little sim similar to that where basically when you look out on your day, you only focus on that day only. You let go of the past, you release the future, and you concentrate on what you want to accomplish or receive in these 24 hours. And a way to incorporate that is something I like to call being a blank page. This is waking up each morning like you were born that morning. You can do it any second. You can do it any moment. You can do it any thought. You just basically, wherever you are, you can start fresh from there. 
you can be a blank page, like out of a book that has the, the end of it not finished. You can be that total blank page in your life anytime that you want. No one can do it for you, but you can give it to yourself. I really like to embrace every morning waking up like I'm being born fresh. I don't have any past programming. I don't have any old stories. I don't have an old identity. I can be whoever I want and create whatever I want totally fresh every day, every second, anytime that I want to. And a huge way to do that is is living in that, that day only. And another part of that that I like to do is I'll run my thoughts through the filter of, is this about today? And 99% of the time, it's not. Uh, like if it's a worrying thought. Anxiety is really focusing on the future. Depression is a sense of focusing on the past. So when I start feeling bad, I'll say, wait a minute, what, does this thought have to do with today? And I'll say no. And I say, okay, well, I guess I got to let it go. <laughs> and it's just a way of, it's just a filter to look through, a lens to look through of this day only as a totally blank page, totally fresh and totally new. It's writing your story every day. Wow. I know you don't know this, but like on my cover photo of my profile on Facebook, I'm just going to, I'll let you know where it's at, but go there and read read what's there you'll Ooh, okay i love a good synchronicity so i definitely um, yeah you'll 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 really like that um that is I, I literally did that this morning like i was like i needed today to be productive and i just uh just for my own sanity <laughs> and i've had the most productive day because that's how i programmed it this morning when i wrote out because i do exactly what you do like i i may not write it out but i spend time getting clear on what that thing is, but I do not disengage from the other wiring of whatever it is that I'm creating. So have like, what's your experience when you actually do that and you just create the day? Cause like logically it's like, if you're not holding that vision of the big picture of something where you're creating, you know, you're like, how do you incorporate that? Or how does that fit into this? Because it feels free to do that, actually. It is. Yeah, it is very freeing. And I definitely ask my inner being and my, my guides, but definitely my inner being to guide me for that day. So if I am... So they already know. They already know. Right. They already know the big picture. So you can just let go of it, right? And you just yeah. do what you're doing. Okay. They've got Dang. it. I can just have some fun. <laughs> Dang. And everyone has the ability to connect with whatever they're the group totally. folks are. <laughs> totally, totally. Absolutely, 100%. Wow. <laughs> well, you see, you just blew up one of my stories about like how you get, sh get, get shit done. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's really crazy. You're really brilliant. This is amazing. Um, Thank you so much. What a, what a joy. What a joy. Um, actually, I'm speechless. So it's like uh, not good for a podcast host, right? <laughs> <laughs> actually i do this because i love talking about this you know i don't i you know all podcasts when you listen to it, just people talking about whatever right i'm like why why can't it be something that's really cool that could really help people instead of just repeating the patterns of or stating an opinion you know like that's to me that's like uh, it's it's 
it's so disempowering because it's not really doing anything because of what you said what you focus on expands and it doesn't matter what it is it's you're going to expand it because of the power of who we are and so like having these things and today really felt like it was not about uh don't do this do this it was just like here's here's what's available to you if this is an alignment, you know, because you have to be in the general vicinity of hope for any of this to make any sense. But people do get there. And I believe in the synchronicities. This is a perfect example of one. And that also the people that listen to it, you know, like, I also believe that people are attracted to the mastermind that we created today of like aligning and having a conversation about our the same subject but completely different points of view and from different generational points of view as well, which I think is extraordinary. But my God, I'm so excited that you're here and you're out here like live in the world talking this stuff and wrote a book about it, which I will link below your information and uh, make sure that's available. But as soon as I stop recording, that's the first thing that I'm going to do is order your book so I can get a copy of it so I can start playing with all of those things that, that came through you. I appreciate you Thank sharing you. them with us Thank today. You. What's your takeaway for today? Or like, what's your, do you have any final thoughts? Ooh, I would just say that when it comes to well-being, the power is within you. We all have access to well-being. It's natural and it's flowing towards us. It's just about being open to it, being available to it, building the habits that help it flow more. And if that sounds scary, even something like a mantra that's just, I have a positive relationship with well-being. Like if you don't even want to get into any of these concepts yet, if that sounds like too big of a jump, just embracing that you have a positive relationship with these concepts or with the concept of well-being. So really just nurturing that relationship of well-being within yourself, of empowerment within yourself. I have a positive relationship with empowerment. That can be the first step before you take actionable steps to empower yourself. Just nurture yeah. that relationship within yourself. It's a, it's an easy way to get on that frequency. Absolutely. Like, thank you so much, Lucy, for being here. Lucy Bird Hope, I love it, I love it, I love it. Thank you. And uh, hold tight as we uh, ask our guests to rack their brains about what they got to today. What have you wrote down? I've wrote out so many notes and I cannot wait to get your book. And, but my takeaway from today is just like, wow, I'm like blown away that we are able, we live in a world where this is possible to have this type of conversation and it feels totally normal. And yeah, I'm ready to like level up what I've got going on with these little, these little tiny nuances make just such an extraordinary difference. So that's what I'm taking away from today. I hope you guys are taking away a ton too. Let us know down in the comments below, wherever you see this or hear this. But for now, for me and Lucy, we will see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.